Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Hello, I'm so glad to welcome you to Jesus the Healer. I want to take a minute and explain our location to you. You know, uh, we have we have to film well in advance of the time that this broadcast shows in your city. And because I send this to our, our episodes, our broadcast to an interpreter. So we have to go through many steps before it comes into your home, into your place of business, wherever you're watching this. So we film months in advance. And because of that, uh, here in the United States, we're still dealing with the COVID uh, pandemic. And so we are not allowed in the state of California, where I'm from, to conduct indoor meetings. We can meet outside, but not indoor. And because of that, I could go in and just set up a camera in our sanctuary and just film our broadcast so that we could bring it to you. But in thinking of that, I thought I would far prefer a more intimate setting. So I decided to bring you to a really special location. This is our ranch that we have in Colorado. As we said, our ministry is located in California. But uh, right before my husband went home to be with the Lord, it was his dream to have a ranch in Colorado. So he purchased this place. And so we're so grateful that we can come here and spend time. And I thought how wonderful to bring you, our viewer, to this location so that you can see where we're at. Right behind me, it's not the home that we have here at the ranch, but it is just a one-room cabin that my son built. And he built it so that when we have guests that are staying at the ranch that I can come to this one room cabin and kind of get some alone time. So that's what you see behind me. So I wanted to take a minute and just let you uh, let you in on a little bit of what goes on here at this location. And like I said, I wanted it to be more intimate to bring you in on it. And so we're just so glad to be able to come to you from this location. Um, as I as I was awakened this morning, the Spirit of God began to speak to me and deal with me. And I wanted to speak to those of you, especially who may be watching, that he began to talk to me about someone watching. It could be more than one person, absolutely. But he began talking to me about someone watching who had been uh, handling a situation that where you have been treated so badly and poorly by someone else that you yourself are of, if I could say this, a real tender heart, a real tender spirit. And someone around your life, whether it's been years ago or even currently, has been handling, mishandling you, uh, treating you poorly. And they have spoken to you in such a way that it's caused you to become frightened and you have, if I could say this, been harassed mentally just to where uh, you're, you have a poor self-image, you're frightened, and um, God began to deal with me. And he wanted me to let you know that the treatment you have received does not represent him. And the kind of way that you may look at yourself he doesn't want it to be through the eyes of the person who has mishandled you. But he wants to remind you that you are in Christ. And he, he, you are so valuable, so precious that he cherishes you. And he wants you to know that his love 
is how he deals with you, that you are in Christ. And he dealt with me to remind you to lay aside the thoughts of how someone has handled you, the thoughts of how someone has treated you, and be mindful of how he loves you and how he treats you. And to walk free in your mind so that you're not harassed and mentally oppressed by the treatment you've received by others, by those who have attacked or opposed you. He wants to remind you to uh, focus on uh, laying aside what others have said. Don't touch in your thought life. Don't rehearse and replay in your thought life what others have said to you. But feed on the word. Remind yourself of God's thoughts towards you. Deal with your self-image through Christ and not through how people have handled you. And he just wants you to know that none of what you've received through the hands of someone else represents his love toward you. And so I would encourage you when you have times when it seems like you become oppressed when you become frightened just by how you've been handled, really what it's done, it's made you quite nervous to where just living daily life has made you nervous. And I would say this at those times, you just turn your attention and turn your heart toward God and begin to worship him. Begin to focus on his care for you. And I guarantee you, as you put your focus on him and turn your focus away from the words that have been spoken to you and how you've been treated. I guarantee you that that treatment, the memory of that will fade from you. His blood will wash and cleanse all of that mistreatment from your memory as you take time to worship him. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what time you may be watching this broadcast. If that applies to you, you can recognize and say, I recognize God is speaking to me through these words and that I God has help for me, that he doesn't want your life harassed. He doesn't want your life marked by someone's mistreatment of you. And I will say this, let go really of the thought of holding any animosity towards someone. Choose to say, I forgive them because God's forgiven me. I forgive them and turn your attention on how God treats you and how love has treated you. And the treatment that God gives you is so precious. And that's what he wants you to focus on. And as you focus on that, it will totally wash away and cleanse away from your replay of the mind, the mistreatment that you've received from others. Again, God wants you to know their treatment does not represent his love and concern for you. And so right now I want to pray for you. I want you to know that the love of God is can be tangibly felt in place of tangibly feeling fear. And so right now I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for your precious people that the enemy would work and use people. We know this, that your word tells us that our fight isn't with flesh and blood. But we know this, that the enemy influences humans to try to bring damage and harm. And so, Father, we let go any ill will any unforgiveness, any bitterness, any ill will towards someone who has mishandled our lives. Father, we let it go. 
any words that had been spoken that damaged and harmed and brought hurt, we put those under the blood. We believe in the blood of Jesus that washes and cleanses. It also cleanses the replay of the mind. So we refuse to rehearse and replay. So I speak to fear in the name of Jesus. I speak to oppression in the name of Jesus. I speak to depression that came to to people's lives through uh, wrong words spoken to them. And I say, you leave them in Jesus name. You leave their mind and you let take your hand off of their life in Jesus name. And father, I believe you that your love, your peace come upon them in such a way and flow through them in such a way that it's undeniable how your love and concern and care for them is all that they need to be focused on. And so we thank you, father, for your help for these precious, precious people. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for that cleansing blood and for freedom that comes in Jesus' name. I tell you what, uh, Jesus paid everything for you. You belong to him and you are so precious to him. And the devil would love to interrupt the right thinking. He wants to bring in wrong thinking of how people maybe have treated you. But I want you to know the love of God makes up the difference. I know that there was a time in my life that uh, words had been spoken through different relationships. And those words, um, they tried to live with me, if I could put it that way. And just so that I could... Uh, walk free from that. I I seem to be led by the Spirit of God to take time praying in other tongues. Can I tell you this? If you will take time to pray in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit means praying in other tongues. If you will take time to do that, the Holy Ghost will act like a vacuum, if I could say it that way. He knows how to go in and remove the injury that comes from the treatment you've received mentally. I mean, the thoughts that will try to injure you, things that get in your heart that hurt. And if I could say this, they put restrictions on your life. They hold you back from moving forward. As you take time to pray in other tongues, pray in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit will go in like a vacuum and remove all the hurt, all the the wrong memories, the hurtful memories, the bad memories, so that it seems like it just happened to some, a, a whole nother person, that it's not you that some of those things happen to. I tell you what, he knows how to cleanse and purge you completely from the memory and the thought of harmful, hurtful words that came through the mouth of others. And I want you to know, as, as I said in that prayer, it's the devil who who he's he he works through f flesh and blood to try to hinder and limit your life to heart to harm and hurt your life and so we have to realize that those people were being used by the enemy that the devil is the real enemy and so you can let those people go just say father i let them go it's a decision don't wait for the feeling of wanting to forgive or wanting to let someone go. It's a choice. It's a decision you make. And so, uh, actually to really give it to you how much God, God is, uh, interested 
in your wholeness is that I saw that in a dream this morning just as I woke up. And so I want you to know his care for you is so total that here in the United States where I'm at in Colorado, he spoke to me about you wherever you're at, whatever country you're in, whatever city you're in. I want you to know that uh, his help is near and dear for you. Just receive it because God wants you to, to live totally free. Now, I say this to you, I make this statement to you to take time to pray in the Holy Ghost, because as you take time to speak in other tongues, you're not using your mind. You're you're speaking words that the spirit of God gave you. And when you start speaking his words, his words go in and make an effect in every arena of your life. And those of you may be watching and say, Pastor Nancy, I don't know what you're talking about, about praying in other tongues or praying in the spirit. Well, it's what's spoken of in Acts chapter two, that the disciples, 120 of them, after Jesus was crucified and after he was buried and raised from the dead, 120 disciples gathered together at the instruction of Jesus and they gathered in an upper room. And as they did, the the Holy Spirit entered the earth that day to reside in men and to reside in believers and reside in the church. In Acts chapter one and verse eight, I believe it is, Jesus said that you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And he told the disciples, go to Jerusalem and tarry there and wait for the Holy Ghost to be given. Well, that day came. It's called the day of Pentecost. That's the day that the Holy Ghost came to the earth to make the earth his residence, to make the body of Christ the place where he resided. And so we don't have to go to Jerusalem and tarry anymore. He already came. So right where you're at, if you're a born again child of God, you can receive the Holy Ghost. Now notice this. Jesus was a gift that was given to the whole earth. Everyone can receive the gift of Jesus. But Jesus has another gift that's given just to his children, and it's called the gift of the Holy Ghost. When you were born again, the Holy Spirit came into you. He indwells you as you're a child of God because he's the one that brought and imparted that new life, the nature of God into you, the life of God, the eternal life into your spirit. And Romans tells us in Romans chapter eight, it tells us that the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we're children of God. So once you're born again, the Holy Spirit comes into you and he indwells you and he bears witness. You know, in your spirit, I belong to God. I'm a child of God. That came, that knowing came because the Holy Spirit resides in you. So everyone who is born again is indwelt by the spirit. But Jesus was speaking about an additional experience that involved the Holy Ghost. And that is receiving the infilling of the Holy Spirit. At the new birth, you receive the indwelling, but at the at uh, you can receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And that's what Jesus was speaking to his disciples about. See, they already belong to God. But he said, go in the upper room and tarry and wait because there's there's something else I have for you. So on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came to not just indwell them, but to infill them. And if you will read your Bible in Acts chapter two, you will see the experience of that happened. That the Holy Spirit, it appeared as tongues of a fire upon their heads and they began to speak in other tongues. And it wasn't that they had learned languages. The Holy Spirit was giving them utterance. And 
it's not a language that came through their knowledge. It's not a language that came through their education or their understanding. It is God talk that God put in place a way that we can communicate with him one on one through speaking in other tongues. So again, I encourage you read Acts chapter two because it talks about that. Just as you were born again by faith, you received salvation by faith. You believed the message that Jesus died for your sins and you received that by faith. Well, this gift of the Holy Ghost that Jesus has, it's for every one of his children. It's not for someone in the world. So know this, if you're a child of God and you pray to receive the Holy Spirit, you're not going to receive a wrong spirit. You're going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You'll receive the Holy Spirit. Someone who is not born again, this gift doesn't belong to them. This is a gift that Jesus provided only for his own children. To receive this gift, you have to become part of God's family. And so since you're born again, there is this gift to receive. You received the salvation by faith, the new birth by faith, but you received the Holy Spirit by faith. You may attend a church where they speak in tongues, or you may not attend a church where they speak in tongues. It doesn't matter. You can receive the Holy Spirit right where you're at, whether you're in your family room at home, whether you're in your bedroom, however you're viewing this broadcast today, right where you're at, you can receive the Holy Spirit by faith where you're at. And you receive him the same exact way that you receive salvation. Father, I believe that you have another gift for me. And I receive that gift and receiving that gift. I expect that there's evidence that I've received that gift. And the evidence is that I will speak in other tongues as the spirit gives me utterance. So you just pray that simple and you just say, Father, I receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And when you do that, and you believe that he has that gift for you, the Holy Spirit, it, you'll, if I could say this, words will begin to bubble up from on the inside of you. Now, this is an instruction that I give people whenever I minister to them that they be filled with the Holy Spirit is so many times. And like I said, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, there's evidence of it. The evidence of it is you'll begin to speak with other tongues. And so many times people are waiting for words to come to their mind that they can speak out. These words that are given by the Holy Spirit don't come to your mind. They come up from your spirit. And so what happens, you just speak with your tongue. You have to open your mouth. God won't force you to speak it. It's you who does the speaking. But you just hook your tongue up to your spirit. What do I mean by that? Yield. Yield your tongue to your spirit that on the inside of you, there will bubble up words that, and sometimes people will even say, it seems like their th- their tongue feels a little thick. What is that? That is the Holy Spirit coming up and there are words coming. He's wanting you to give utterance to those words. Speak out those words. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives you the words, but you are the one who speaks out the words that he gives. So whenever you're receiving and you receive the Holy Spirit, don't wait for words to come to your mind. They won't come to your mind. They seem to bubble up and you just speak those words out. So again, I want to pray with you so that you can be filled. Those of you who have never been filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, this is a gift you need. This is an infilling you need. 
Can I tell you this? On the inside of every person is a hunger for the supernatural. There is a desire for greatness. There's a desire for the flow of the supernatural. And that's because we have a supernatural God that created us. And on the inside of every man is that hunger for God, that hunger for the supernatural. But what happens sometimes people to satisfy that hunger on the inside will turn to false religions or they'll turn to other things to fill that hunger. But this infilling of the Holy Spirit will so satisfy you that you will move into a supernatural life. And when you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you speak out in other tongues, you begin praying in a supernatural language because that's not you naturally forming those words. That is a supernatural prayer life that you have entered into because it came from a supernatural source from the Holy Spirit. And it will bring you into a supernatural way of living. And so that you will be able to commune with your father on a whole nother level. You know, whenever, um, whenever we pray and we talk to God, we can express how much we love and appreciate him in our known language. But sometimes that seems to fall short in fully expressing what's in our heart. There can almost seem like a, a dissatisfaction inwardly because you say, I want to express more to God what's in my heart, but it seems like I'm limited just using my natural language. This is where one of the benefits of speaking in other tongues comes in because your spirit will get satisfied because you're able to express with your spirit through this unknown language, through speaking in tongues, what's in your heart. And you'll begin to speak out to the Father and your heart will become satisfied. Your spirit will get satisfied because now you're speaking spirit words and not just words that came out of your mind. And so I encourage you that whenever you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you take advantage to speak out in tongues every day because it will move you into a supernatural prayer life and it will move you into a supernatural way of living. And so I wanted to take a moment, a few moments and talk to you about speaking in other tongues, how to be filled with the Holy Spirit, but also the importance of speaking in other tongues, because based on what the Spirit of God, the dream that God gave me just this morning about those of you, some of you who are watching to walk free from things that have troubled you and harassed you and the treatment that has been given to you by others to walk free from that. Uh, playing, uh, speaking other tongues can play a role in that because it will totally, as you take time to speak in other tongues, you're talking to God. The word says that he that speaks in an unknown language speaks not unto men, but unto God. When you're speaking in tongues, you're not speaking even to yourself. You're not speaking to a family member. You're not speaking to a Bible figure. You're not speaking to Moses or to Enoch or any of those that we read about in the Bible. You're speaking directly to God himself. Now, can, you can't tell me that when you take time to speak to God himself, that that's going to leave you unaffected. You're going to, there's going to be a great effect on your mind, on your spirit and on your life. When you take time to speak to God in his, in a divine language, 
a language that's given to you by the Holy Spirit. And so I tell you, whenever there are things that need to be dealt with in your life, you can employ divine help. Take time to speak in other tongues. I know this, that there are people that have gone through hurtful situations. They've gone through divorces. They've gone through all kinds of problems with relatives. And there's hurt in there. And it's almost like baggage that they carry through the rest of their life. And they bring that into every relationship that they have thereafter. And it begins to color and uh, hinder every other relationship afterwards. But I tell you this, if you will take time to speak in other tongues, it will remove all the hurt. The Holy Spirit, as you take time to speak to God, because when you speak in an unknown language, you're speaking directly to God. You take time to speak to God. And I tell you what, his presence, his power, his healing, uh, just his his nature will rise up on the inside of you and things that would have injured and harmed you they would have been dealt with, removed from your life. So if you've gone through a hurtful situation, a hurtful divorce, a hurtful relationship, take extra time every day to pray in the spirit, to speak in other tongues. If you've been mishandled, some have had a a very difficult childhood. There's no reason for your life to be colored and defined by that. None of that should define you. Your definition is who you are in Christ, who he's made you to be is now to define your life. So as you take time to pray in other tongues, you will see the hurt and the difficulties of those relationships, those words spoken to you completely removed out of your life. So I want to pray with you now. This time I want to pray with you for those of you who want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So I say this, if you're born again, pray this prayer after me. Say, Father, I'm so thankful that I belong to you. As a child of God, you have another gift for me. And I receive that gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit. And receiving that gift of the Holy Spirit, there's evidence that I've received it. And the evidence is I'll speak in other tongues. So I receive the gift of the Holy Spirit by faith. I'll not receive a wrong spirit, but I receive the Holy Spirit. I am safe in receiving this Holy Spirit. So, Holy Spirit, I receive you right now. And now because you infill me, not just indwell me, but because now that you infill me, I thank you that you give me tongues, a, a language, words in another tongue, words in another language. And I speak those out with my mouth right now. Mashtakaya da bostokoye. Mashtakaya da bostoye. Mashtakaye. And I worship you, Father, in other tongues. I worship you in my unknown language. I thank you, Father, that right where they're at, that they are now receiving the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we're so grateful for you that you are that precious gift that heaven gave us. We are so grateful that we have you for the rest of our life every day that we can yield to you and speak in other tongues. And as we do, we're speaking God talk to our heavenly father. And we thank you for that. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful that you've joined me today and it's been a blessing to be with you. I say live free, live who you were made to be in Christ. Take time to speak in tongues every day. Speak to your heavenly father and live the supernatural life he authored for you. God bless you.
We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.